You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 4-in-1 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another cooperative multiplayer, the official forum game zone podcast. And thankfully we're sort of back to full strength, I guess, as we can be since Daniel's still doing that job and dealing with the newborn, so I don't it'll be this'll be like when Randall first had Oliver. I have no idea when Daniel will be able to be back. Well, to be fair, I think Daniel has the intent of coming back. Yes. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, well, Robert, you are back from resting and all that. How are you doing? Uh, not, not, not too bad. You know, but it's so bad last week. I fell asleep at 12.30. You're like, oh, yes, no. I fell. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oops. You gotta love it when that happens. Yeah. I've had my fair share of falling asleep on days you're supposed to do podcasts, so... Yeah, well, I mean, hey, in the metal podcast, Mark, Mark Radovich fell asleep during it, so... <laughs> oh, fell asleep like, during it? Oh, it was like a second. I'm like, yeah, right? And I just yelled, right, Mark? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> he has 12-hour <laughs> shifts, so I, I forget it. Awesome. Uh, Mark? I'm always there. <laughs> yeah, Mark's always holding down the fort. When, when I need somebody, I can count on. At least you know... Uh, well, I can always count on Coop, too. He's pretty reliable. <laughs> I'm alive. Uh, as long as you don't want me to eat any things. That's... <laughs> uh, well... Anything uh, happen this week for you guys? Mm, school started. That was fun. No, I didn't. How many classes are you taking? Four. That's not the next semester should be like six or seven. Oof. Oh yeah. In preclinicals. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that I envy you on that one. Oh, I don't. I don't envy you. But I get my failing like two classes. And then being like, oh, got two semesters to make it up, and we only offer the classes in all. You dumb douchebag. Mark? I pre ordered some especially stupid games. Oh, one of those. Please be goat FPS. Dead or Alive 5 on Steam. Wait, why? It gets worse. I bought Dynasty Warriors 8. Yes. And I bought a pre-ordered Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Oh. That actually has promise, so... As much promise as a DVD fighting game can have. You actually get to kill Goku. (laughs) Why... Pre-ordered typo, uh, Final Fantasy Typo HD, so... 
that might suck or it might actually be good. I heard it's actually a pretty really good game. Yeah, I like the that it's very adult themed and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's actually got a mature rating, which is, you know, oh, different wow. than Final Fantasy games. I'm sure that means that we're going to have assless armor. Alright. Hopefully, I'm not on the no characters. Well, what have you guys uh, been playing? Pokemon. Lots and lots of Pokemon. Still on that pearl? Yeah, what have I been doing? Uh, grinding. I'm almost done. I mean, hey, last week I beat a boss in five minutes. I beat one of the gym leaders in five minutes, so. <laughs> <coughs> I was like, oh, this is the boss. Alright. Well, which, uh, which gym are you at? I'm not the sixth gym, the steel gym leader. Oh, I can okay. beat him pretty handily, but I'm wanting to get everybody up to the the highest level of the last gym leader's Pokemon. Yeah. Well, not every Pokemon. Almost done. And then you'll be able to move on to... Move on to next gym. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, okay. I'll get everything, you know, higher level. Because I found out I can actually get my Pokemon from Pearl to Black, so that'll be good. Send it to the black, black two, the black two, the X. Oh lord. It's doable. We'll be here a while with you going through the Pokemon steps. Oh yes. Apparently there's like 251 Pokemon that don't even know about yet. A whole lot of random ass legendaries. Seriously, how many damn legendaries do we need? The answer, over 9,000. Just Pokemon? Nothing else? Mm, played a little bit of a 2K15. Well, I guess I could bitch about that game for a while. So, I played it at my buddy's house. He got it for Christmas for his PS4. Fuck that game. Like, just in terms of what they've stripped out of it, it's pretty... It's kind of bare bones. Like... We created a wrestler. I a few wrestlers. I'm like, wow. The mask options are his four. Like, uh, <laughs> clothing, actually picking out outfits, which you know, sounds a little weird. So, uh, yeah, picking out, like, the outfits. Don't you love the whole, you have to go, every time you go to uh, have it display, something has to load? Yeah. Wonderful. Like, no, that. That's horrible. They took out in the entrances. They took out all like the generic and goofy entrances. But for some reason, they kept the damn "Let me answer the phone." Yeah, that made no sense to me. I was like, "Why?" I mean, all my jobbers—they all use the goofy entrances. Yeah, so made it actually special to have a credit character. Yeah, I mean, it was fun, and like they had. Really, like, yay, they had their own music they added in. That's okay. Yeah, but you can't even use, you can't even use the, the licensed music either, which is dumb. And why would you? That is one of the worst damn soundtracks. I hate it. Oh, I just, like, they use, I like Rise Against. 
the one metal metal. I'm doing air quotes right now. That was horrible. <laughs> mother, mother fucking Florida Georgia line. I despise them so much. They're such douchebags. <laughs> they really are. Not to mention that one time they were on the WWE pay-per-view and they're like, yeah, we're here to promote support the troops. There yeah, you go. tribute to the troops is like in three months. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even say it right. They didn't even know why they were there. I mean, damn, at least Jeremy couldn't act like he was interested. His son of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that game, like, they took out everything. Like, it, I didn't really do much of the, create, the uh, creative moves to that. I mean, I guess it was okay. So they took out the creative finishers, so I can't do stuff like create the Manami role for my jobber. The fuck? Can't, like, I can't create fucking anything. Not to mention nobody told me the uh, career mode's very, very tedious. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, like, uh, the amount of time that you spend just having matches that mean absolutely nothing. I mean, it would. Be, I guess it would be really be like uh, going up the you know ranks in WWE. You're just doing nothing for a long time until you get to do something. Yeah, I, I watched him like face Corey Graves at the performance center, and I'm like, wow, this looks about as entertaining as watching paint dry and then scraping it off and eating it. Bad. This game kind of looks like it sucks. You know what's really funny about this? Is, uh, I, I named uh, WWE 2K15 as one of my worst games in a column a few weeks ago. It was number eight, yes. I read that column. And a lot of people didn't like that. And a lot of other people didn't like a comment I made comparing Dolph Ziggler to Lightning from Final Fantasy. <laughs> I don't know about that now. I actually like Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> what do you think yeah. of the... Uh chain wrestling little mini game they do with the I didn't I actually didn't use it but I will say I managed to beat Corey Graves with my jobber named Union Jack who has like a 23 overall after three tries hey like the first one I actually lost because I missed my finisher bounced against the ropes and fell <laughs> so yeah it was bad but I mean I didn't try the chain wrestling uh, it's dumb. My buddy, my buddy Nick's like, he's like, yeah, first, like, when I asked him the first time, he's like, well, you know, it's not too bad. It's a cool mini game. Like, the second, you know, a few days later, I'm like, oh, I should try to chain wrestling. He could go, like, when you face, like, CM Punk or Bret Hart, like, it goes on forever. It just sucks. Have, oh, have either of you played that WWE Immortals game? Yes, I have. I was going to talk about that. Is it any relation to the movie Immortals? It's basically, no. it's like Mortal Kombat WWE style. Yeah. Oh. No. It's actually pretty fun, except for the fact that it's just, you can pretty much just spam the touchscreen with your finger and you'll win, uh, you know. Oh. Your best uh, defense is offense. I mean, you can block with two of your fingers, but I really never felt the need to block because... I was always able to, like, overpower the other... I mean, I haven't gotten that far. I've gotten through the first, like... Technically, they call these battles. Like, you have, uh... You have, like, three sets of teams you have to deal with, and they call that one battle. And then you go to the next battle. And then when you get to the end of that, you get to, like, the boss or whatever. And then you get to unlock that character, and you have that 
that card or whatever. Um, it, you know, the game's fine. It actually doesn't push you that much to the uh, the the uh, microtransactions as much as I thought it would. It reminds you, you know, that you can buy recharges and you can buy characters and whatever for money if you want. But I kind of found that it's like really unnecessary to do all that. You can just build up those characters and you'll be fine. I mean, if you want, it's just, they're just different uh, fantasy versions of uh, the same like eight or nine, ten wrestlers, so... You know, it's it's not anything. It's not like you have a huge roster. I'm guessing they're waiting until see if it does well to have more wrestlers put into the game, which is fine. But like you have a uh, I switch Bree and okay. Druid Sheamus and Undertaker's a Necromancer and Shao Kahn or Triple H is Shao Kahn. Yeah, Triple H is just King of Kings. Triple H, Daniel Bryan is just the Yes Movement. Daniel Bryan. He literally comes out in jeans and a Yes t-shirt, and he does the Yes chant. He's a striker of that game. Yeah. I hope the final like, boss team is the brass ring, the glass ceiling, and Vincent Man. And then John Cena actually has like a Superman version of himself. And is Brock Lesnar literally the Hulk? Sort of, yeah. He's just the beast incarnate, and he's like furious all the time. Of course, and I'm sure Paul Heyman's like a little weaver sitting on his shoulder. He's just a card, I think. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing with Paul Bear for The Undertaker. He just like enhances Undertaker's powers or something. I don't know. I feel like for most of the uh, characters, Paul Heyman would probably bury him. Unintentionally. <laughs> the, uh, this, the, like, finish, the special moves are pretty cool. Like, you know, Roman Reigns Superman punch like sends him fifty feet flying across the screen. And uh like uh Trish does this multiple frickin' turnaround Herc and Rana thing and it's for being a free to play game, I thought they did pretty well at putting a lot of stuff into it. I mean it's like, you know, supercard's really addicting. If this game had a little bit more depth to it with the fighting, which obviously it's it's a phone game, it's kind of difficult to do that. Uh, it probably had me hooked, but I found myself wanting to keep playing matches to see what happened. I can see it now. Like Roman Reigns, Superman punches your character across the screen and Vince is yelling from the back, "You didn't make him look good enough, damn it!" <laughs> and he's a uh, centurion, so you know. He's... Oh. Oh boy! Now they just need to make Crush Hour too. Oh yeah. man, I, I miss that game. <laughs> oh god, I can imagine the stupid ideas now. That game was actually pretty decent. I never touched it. Uh, Maybe they'll make Legends of WrestleMania too. Oh lord! Or Let's WWE. Have always making All Stars too. Oh, That'd be uh, awesome. That was next. All-Stars 2. Like, I'm surprised they didn't. It sold really well. Yeah. That is surprising, because like, Legends of WrestleMania was so bland. <laughs> One of my buddies took it back after like a month. He's like, yeah, I'm going to give it back to GameStop. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I still got like I think like almost thirteen, fourteen dollars for that when I traded that in a few months ago. Really? Yeah, it's because it's rare. They don't. I think they're not making it anymore. Oh, better go buy it. Uh, anything you've been playing, Mark? More of that embargo game. Finally finished it, and our review should be up Monday or Tuesday. And I pre-ordered Saints Row 4, or that Get Out of Hell thing, so that should be fun. Yeah, they have all the Saints Rows free to play on Steam until Sunday night. And they have uh, Sid, Sid Meier's, almost Sid, Tom Clancy, Sid Meier's After Earth. Yeah. Not starring uh, with them. And I got back into Binding of Isaac Rebirth. <laughs> I've heard many good things. Good. I've heard it's hard to get yourself not to go back to that game. It's oh, I hit a wall because I kind of already unlocked most everything I wanted to, and the stuff I want to like finish up is like ridiculously ridiculously hard to try to get. Ah, uh, makes sense. I. uh I've still been playing some more Pokemon, trying to get to that review. Uh, and trying to rush through a Pokemon game is not the easiest thing. Uh, even with the XP share that is making me feel like I'm not really leveling my Pokemon. But still, trying to get that damn Gyarados so I don't have to level Magikarp the old way, which would have taken forever. Oh, really? Like, is there new ways to level up the Magikarp? Well, just the XP share, you don't actually have to have him be at the front of your line every time. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I've heard they made it a lot easier to level up. Okay. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, Plus, you can do that super training, which I don't do, but you can do it if you want. There's no super training? Yeah, it's like Pokemon Horde mode. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, And I played a little bit, about 30 minutes of it, you know, uh, about a couple hours ago, it took forever for it to freaking install, even though it was like only a 15 gig whatever. But uh, they evolve. I forgot about the evolve beta on Thursday when I could have played a lot of it. Then Friday, I was busy with the sports podcast, and I finally remembered tonight. Um, so I guess I, I missed out on the getting to play with the human characters because I think they were. The first two days was you get to play with the the human team, and then the last two days is you get to play as the monster. So I played as the uh, the whatever that first monster monster supposed to be. It's fun. You just go around the map and get to kill things with this big ass monster who continues to evolve when you eat little reptiles and things that you get to destroy and he has all these powers and then when the uh, the human team comes in it actually becomes a challenge and almost died because uh, obviously their job is to try to kill you so they all get to gang up on you and stuff and and then uh, I had to turn it off or I'd still be writing down news at this point so yeah I thought it was fun for what it is. I think once the game comes out and you get a little bit more of whatever the single-player campaign is supposed to be, I think we'll be able to tell. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think 
the I don't know I I just didn't find the I'm not big into like the whole let me destroy things and go around maps and do all that so I'd imagine maybe at some point it probably would have got boring for me but if you're into that playing as the monsters everything you wanted it to be I think um, speaking of though apparently people are not happy with the way Total Rock is doing Evolve's DLC and post-release stuff. Because they keep announcing all these monsters that are supposed to come out as DLC afterwards. And apparently if you don't pre-order the game, uh, you might have to pay $15 for one of these monsters. Just for that monster by itself. Nothing else. Um, which is really dumb, but I mean, I can, I guess... Basically, they're getting accused of taking a lot of in-game content and then making it DLC right before the release so that they have extra ways to make money. Uh, uh, what do you think they're... I mean, the, obviously, Turtle Rock's coming out and saying, no, we're not doing that. Uh, if if we would have had all this stuff done uh, before, uh, we would have put it in the box, according to them. Uh, we just, uh, that's why they're making all the DLC maps free and new game modes free, uh, is because of the delay or whatever, so they're hoping people will buy the, the monsters to, to be able to play on those maps and whatnot. Do you think, uh, the fans, the, the gamers have a point that Turtle Rock might be, uh, exploiting the fans here? I don't know. It's possible. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the guys, so maybe they're not doing it, but, you know, history kind of shows that companies like to bullshit. Or they do what 2K did, and they're like, yeah, that season pass you bought, it's not a season pass. You pay for their wrestling stuff, otherwise, bitch. Yeah, and I mean, it, all this stuff sounds good that they have with this, the DLC stuff, but it's like, I think uh, $80 for the season pass. If, if you buy the, you can buy the game and you get $5 off the season pass, you can buy it for $80. Or you can get an exclusive to the PC version uh, for $100. Which includes season pass and additional content after launch, a fifth monster that comes after launch, two extra playable hunter characters, and four monster skins. Don't um, forget that copy of Left for Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Lord. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that they're probably right in that they're not out there really going, okay, let, let's see how we can get them to, to pay extra money and not put this in the game or whatever, but all, you know, you have to think about, you know, they're trying to make make a way to, to make sure that if maybe they don't make enough money on the game itself, the people that do buy the game will uh, keep putting money into it by buying the monsters and the, the DLC and all that stuff, so... I can see what the fans are saying, but I think a lot of them are being cynical too and not understanding the the money side of it. 
that this is a new IP and new IPs don't always guarantee that everyone's going to go out and buy it. Nope. Just look at the game I played a few weeks ago Bullet Storm. That being said, uh, MPD has released both the top selling games of December and the top selling games of the entire 2014. Number one. Uh, uh, Xbox One won the month of December in sales. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, but the PS1 and Xbox One sales uh, for the first 14 months of their console life cycle are outselling the PS3 and 360 by 65%. So... Take that to people who said that consoles are dead. Uh, the uh, top-selling games of December, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare 360 sold the most out of all the platforms. Grand Theft Auto 5, Xbox One sold the most, Madden NFL 15 on 360, Smash Brothers, uh, NBA 2K15, Minecraft, Far Cry 4, Just Dance 2015, Destiny and FIFA 15. Uh, pretty much for the whole year, most of that list stays the same. I mean, the order changes, but a lot of those games are still on there. The only difference is Watch Dogs is one of the highest selling in 2014. This is only retail. This is not digital. And Call of Duty Ghost is at number 10. Somehow people are still buying Call of Duty Ghosts. A year later. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Does that mean it was that really that bad of a year for games? Or people just that hard on for Call of Duty? I mean... Both. I mean, you gotta, gotta have something to go with your uh, tap-out shirt. Maybe it'll be a tap-out WWE shirt soon. Maybe it'll be a tap or snap shirt. Yeah. I wonder where Sonic Boom fell on that list. Uh, somewhere <laughs> near that list. <laughs> somewhere between like uh, the Ouya and the Virtual Boy. Lord. And Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, I feel bad for some of the actual games that are winning awards and stuff. Not actually. I can't even believe Dragon Age didn't sell in the top ten or whatever. Really? I mean, I I guess Dragon Age only had like a month and a half of being on the list, but yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, I guess video games are kind of becoming like Hollywood, so there's a lot of like real big like you know like super duper Hollywood releases that everybody buys, but they're still really good games that nobody really touches. Yeah. Until everybody says it's good, and then they they all jump on the train. Right. Uh, the Xbox One decided to take two weeks to tell us that they're going back to 349 again. Uh, so they acted like you know this was something they were planning all along, but uh, this is this one's indefinite. They're not saying when this one is coming off. It's probably basically a price drop without calling it a price drop, which is really what they should have done anyway. But whatever. Um, it started on Friday, so if you didn't get an Xbox One for 349 the first time around, go ahead and get it the second time around, I guess, because there's really not going to be that many, I mean, the same games are out there, 
right now that were there during the Christmas period. So that one's on you, I guess. If uh, if if never you never you know with those uh the income tax coming around, you didn't have the money during the holidays you to buy gifts for everybody else. Now you can buy one for yourself. So that's uh that's what I'm thinking about with uh, something we'll talk about in a second. Um, Phantom, uh, they finally came out and talked about Phantom Dust. Mm. It's going to be a 30-hour JRPG that may or may not release until 2015. It's still going to have to do with the cards. Um, <laughs> the the uh, Ken Loeb or Lo- Ken Lob, I guess. Um, he says that uh, one of the strengths of the game was the story, and he's going to make sure it gets retold correctly because only 60,000 people probably ever saw it. Uh, I think calling it a cult hit is a uh, overstatement. Uh, I don't I don't remember that game at all from, from the original Xbox. When they announced that at E3, I was like, what? Phantom Dust? What is this game? <laughs> Based on Xbox Classic, don't you know? Yeah, it's an Xbox classic for sure. Um, apparently, it took too long for people to figure out that it was a card game. It, they took like it was so story focused that it took six hours to figure out that they were playing a card game. So this time, he promises that you're going to figure that out in four six hours, and that you'll have a really good deck by fifteen hours in. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. So is that kind of like where it took like 15 hours to figure out I was playing a Final Fantasy game? 13? <laughs> like, oh, here's where I get experience. I was brave. Well, I'm not going to call it that. <laughs> you finally get the entire party together 30 hours in. They might also go with the Killer Instinct pay model, apparently, because he doesn't think people are going to pay $60 for this game. Well, no, so he, duh. So you don't get to play as, like, one character, and then you hit a certain point in the story, you're like, uh-huh. I hope it's not like that. At least let you finish the game with that character, and then you can go back and experience another story with the other character or something. Any thoughts on this, Mark? Are you excited about Phantom Dust? Only nerds cared about that game the first time around, and it'll happen this time. Man, way to bash the nerds, damn. <laughs> well, of the three of us who played it. No one. <laughs> trainer, of the three of us who heard of it. I've heard of it. Like, I saw it in stores, and I was like, nope, sorry. <laughs> so you're doing better than me. I was like, huh? Oh, my God. The only card-based game I ever played on the Xbox, besides Yu-Gi-Oh! with Magic the Gathering Battlegrounds. Alright, oh. shit. Well, Xbox One won an Emmy for all their television stuff. So, there you go. Uh, to be fair, Sony also won an Emmy. And so did Netflix, Apple, and Roku. So it's not like, you know, Xbox One's the only one. You know they want to make it. Fe- they they want to make it seem like they were. They they are trying. They they have admitted that apparently they are going to try to bring back uh, rare classic franchises, but Rare says they're trying to find the right developers to bring back a Banjo Kazooie or a Viva Pinata or a Perfect Dark or 
or whatnot. Here's a dumb question. Isn't Rare a developer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess Dump. they're just uh, the publisher of their own game now or something. And Don't they say this like every two, two to three years? Like, we're going to bring back Conquer, guys. It's like, no, you're not. Stop lying. Please just, please just go away and die. Is he even in Project Spark yet? I have I heard nothing about him actually being there. I don't I don't know anyone who plays Pirate Spark, do you? Nope. It's basically like a RPG maker or whatever. It's like I mean you have an Xbox creator. One, you could always try it, but I played it like once and it was kind of fine, but there's nothing to really to do unless you want to make a game. <laughs> yeah, basically it's for it's for you to make your own game or whatever. Which does not interest me in the least. I I try to find a reason to do the toy mode in Disney Infinity. I, I don't know about a whole game creator thing. Huh. Uh, I don't really make game creating games anyways. Like RPG Maker 8 or some shit. They're still making RPG Maker. I think a friend of mine bought that with all the expansions, played it for like a few hours, and was like, oh, I'll come back to it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Unless you just have an inkling for making an RPG, I mean, I just wouldn't. No, nah, he didn't. He's now obsessed with playing Rome Total War 2. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Some of my other friends that play Final Fantasy 14, like, put Final Fantasy 14 in the background, and they're just grinding and crafting. And then play with Total War 2. <laughs> <laughs> so they're playing two games at once? Yup. You can do Boy. that with your computers that bad at. Meanwhile, my PSP emulator runs on integrated graphics. Praise the rude. Hello, hello. Well, the big news this week really uh, went to Nintendo who had their first Direct 2015 and then mentioned and then uh, happened to upset a lot of people by announce, basically telling us in the US market that no, you will not get the smaller version of the new 3DS, you will only get the 3DS XL on February 13th which is a month, pretty much less than a month from now for $200 uh, it's comes in new red or new black it seriously do we have to do everything new this new like could we not have come up with a better name for this than the new 3ds xl i just oh i direct you to the wii u yeah. <sighs> or new right. super mario brothers yeah i guess it goes with with the new super mario brothers thing but just ugh. Like, isn't a smaller version of the 3DS XL just the regular 3DS? Yeah, but that's the point. Like, I I wanted the smaller one because I can carry it around. I yep. don't want the big behemoth XL thing. Yeah, I can fit it. I carry it around in my pocket all day. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I had the 2DS doesn't fit in my pocket, but still, they'll release it eventually, probably, despite what they say. I just think it's dumb. You're going to release it in Europe. You're going to release it in 
in, in Australia or whatever, and all the other places, but not in the U.S. I guess it has to be a retailer thing, because that's what happened with the when they introduced the 2DS. They pretty much uh, slowly let the 3DS, the not XL version, die off. So I'm guessing uh, retailers probably stepped in and said, "Hey, we're we're still going to have a lot of these old 3DSs that now we have to try to sell." Uh, I don't think we want two skews of this. So, and not to mention, I mean, the C-Stick thing looks cool. The having faster downloads and uh, better Wi-Fi and the the stuff for the Amiibo and, and all that stuff is cool. But I don't understand how you're trying to sell this system, but you don't come out with any games that are going to show this off. You don't have any games that are exclusive to this new Nintendo 3DS. You guys think that's a bad move? Like, shouldn't you have something that's really gonna... This is promoting your reason why you need to buy this right now? No, is this like a totally new system? Well, take the Game Boy Color. I mean... That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's pretty much like the Game Boy Color has bigger CPU, more power... It's going to come with a 4 gig memory card instead of a 2 gig. Um, apparently, to put in a new memory card is scary because you have to unscrew something in the back and put something. Uh, you have to pull off the bottom part and it makes this nasty sound. That makes it seem like you broke it, but you didn't. Uh, it also doesn't come with a charger. Because you're supposed to have a charger for your from your other 3DS systems or 2DS or the DSi or whatever. Uh, you can buy one separately for ten dollars though, if you want. So there's that. Uh, and then so, you know Nintendo all of a sudden got quiet about the little thing that they were going to bring for the other 3DS models to do the Amiibo. Uh, not really saying much about that, so you can go buy the new 3DS. But uh, their launch lineup consists of Majora's Mask 3D, Monster Hunter 4, Ace Combat Assault Horizon Legacy, for God's sakes, can we come up with a shorter name for that? Um, and Ironfall Invasion, which is like a Gears of War for the 3DS. Well, I'm really looking forward to Majora's Mask. I kind of want Monster Hunter. No, that too. Especially the Monster Hunter uh, uh, new 3DS. It's really cool looking. It's like silver and has like a dragon silhouette on it. Uh, they also have a Majora's Mask gold 3DS uh, you can buy. Um, the first game that's going to actually show off the new 3DS is going to be... Uh, the reason why I'm sitting here thinking about why I need to buy it is because I don't... I might get a Wii U, but I don't plan on trying to hunt down freaking Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, so I want to be able to play Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS. And Xenoblade Chronicles 3D is going to be the first one that's going to actually be exclusive to the new 3DS in April. So... Uh, there you go. I mean, you got Codename Steam coming out before then, and that's going to be for all the all the 3DS family, as they call it. All these game, all the launch games are 3DS family, 
And even some of the later games that are coming out, the new Fire Emblem that they just announced is for the whole 3DS family, too. Um, so, yeah. I, does this, this doesn't feel like a big launch to me. This feels like they're just trying to get this out there. What do you guys think? Like, it doesn't, doesn't feel like Nintendo's doing this great job of making me feel like I need to own this thing. Well, if you want to play Xenoblade, you do. <laughs> well, yeah, if I, want to play, if I want to play Xenoblade. Time to go trade in your old, your, pre, your current DS for that, or 3DS for that. <laughs> Which I think GameStop said they'll give you $100 for the the 3DS and the 3DS 6. The 3DS XL, I think, might get 125 and then the 2DS is 75 Keep your AC adapter. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have to give in your adapter, so you got to pay them ten dollars to get another AC adapter. Damn. There you go. I I think it's cool, you know, that they're releasing one. I just I hate this because I bought a 2DS around this time last year, and I was happy to have it, happy to be able to play portable Nintendo games again. And here we go, a year later, there's already another one. Like, jeez. I hope this is it until we get a new whatever the next portable system is. The 4DS. <laughs> you say that, watch Nintendo have it have some crazy freaking name. It can control time. <laughs> Just like that game Blink the Time Sweeper. Microsoft actually uh, let the trademark for that go. So anybody can... Sad. Go buy that if they want. Yeah, it's a fun game. It was, it was Time to start the bidding war, guys. <laughs> you hear that, Uya? There you go. Yeah. Well, that that'll be where the PlayStation TV is going. The way the Uya. Now Sony actually said that that's an official price cut. I think the uh, now it's eighty dollars instead of a hundred, and you can buy the. The one with the dual shock and the memory card for a hundred instead of hundred and forty. Wow, that's not too bad of a price. Yeah, I'm thinking about it because there's Vita games I want to play, and I don't want to go buy a Vita. Or just as a controller, like, isn't bad. Isn't the controller like forty? It's by itself. Yeah, I mean, you and if you have a PS3 like I do, you don't need to buy the controller. You just look up the Dual Shock Three to it. So I mean. Not a bad deal. I think it's just Sony's not making it aware of what it is to people. And honestly, unless you really just feel the need to have to be able to play PS4 remotely or something. I haven't even seen it in a store. <laughs> I saw it in a Best Buy in the game section. And there was a bunch of them just sitting there. Uh... Oh, you weren't here last week, but uh, did you hear about the PS Now subscription thing? No. Yeah, P- PS Now is now officially going to be a subscription service. Oh, boy. Where you that can pay $20 to play PS3 games. That's a really good deal. They're supposedly going to add PS2 and PS1 games, but obviously that will have to do with how well it does. Yeah, it's like an amazing deal. It's pretty much like a $20 library card. I mean, 
dollar a month library card. You just want to check out a game, right? Yeah. Just hopefully, it you know, PSN doesn't go down. So you can... Yeah, but that's what happened this week. I was at my buddy's house. He's like, yeah, but PSN is down again. Oh, no, the the Xbox Live went down for a while. And you couldn't do anything on your 360 online, pretty much. I couldn't buy anything. I couldn't... Uh, the apps, half the apps wouldn't work. I, just, I was like, okay, let me just go do this on my Xbox One. And it finally got fixed after a while. They did uh, arrest one of the people involved in the Christmas DDS attack, though. So, they got somebody for being an asshole. Well, hey, at least Nintendo's still working. And announcing new stuff, that new Fire Emblem game looks uh, pretty cool. Uh, The graphics look better. The, The characters actually have feet now. Oh, wow. Instead of stubs that run, I don't. They pay attention to some details, I guess. And uh, they announced a whole lot of amiibo stuff. So if you are a huge fan of amiibo, get ready because there's going to be a wave four, guys. They haven't even released wave three, but we're already getting wave four of Robin, Lucina, Wario, Pac-Man, Ness, and Charizard. So, I can't wait to see which one's exclusive to Toys R Us and Target and Best Buy and where you'll never find them unless you're crazy and pre-order them. I'll give Nintendo credit. At least they're trying to uh, make you feel like they're worth something, right? They, uh, if you uh, have one of the Fire Emblem figures and codename Steam, you get to play as those characters in Codename's team until they die and then you know just like a Fire Emblem game you have to wait till you're done with the battle or whatever Damn. they're even going to release a whole Mario Party 10 set with Mario, Luigi Peach, Yoshi, Bowser and Toad and need you're going to get to use Toad in the Toad Treasure Tracker game. So, yeah. Can't wait for uh, get a get a Travis Touchdown one for No More Heroes 3 <laughs> when that comes out. That could happen. That would be so awesome. Oh, Travis Touchdown, I'd miss him. I find myself almost buying I'm wanting to buy a few of them or whatever when I see them in the store but I'm like they don't do anything you should buy one and then spoof the NFC address (laughs) why you can just take it back but you always have the figure in your pocket on your phone (laughs) Uh, I might try that who knows kind of what the the link one keeps calling my name the Pikachu one but my daughter will probably get the Pikachu one and destroy it so wait, 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 wait for the Waluigi one that's the one everybody wants 
Oh, hell yeah, this way lines out the door. <laughs> uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong Tipping Stars is going to be the first cross-buy game for Wii U and 3DS. If you buy it on the Wii U, you get a code for the 3DS version and vice versa. <laughs> I think there's a slippy toad amiibo. <laughs> How many videos are going to be on fucking YouTube with somebody throwing it up in the air and shotgunning the shit out of it? I wonder how many people, like apparently 2.6 million Amiibos got bought it just in the two months that it got released. I wonder how many of those were just basically bought and then resold on eBay. I wish they had a two million for that. Because <laughs> that's about what, you know, just it's crazy that people have actually bought that. Did you guys think it was going to sell this big? Mm, no, but I'm not surprised. Kids like collecting crap. <laughs> I feel bad for the parents. You got <clears throat> two Toys to Life games out there and then you got just Amiibo that is really unnecessary, but it's no there. No Skylanders. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You got Skylanders, you got Disney Infinity, you got uh, the Amiibo stuff. Rumble. I mean, good God, then next year we'll have Star Wars Disney Infinity, so it's like, poor parents, this never, they're not going to have wallets. You got to catch them all, you got to catch them all. Yeah, wait, wait for the Pokemon one. Well, I mean, we had, uh, wasn't it like Pokemon Rumble, and it kind of went... Yeah, true. Even though that game wasn't that good, but yeah. Possibly the biggest announcement out of the entire thing aside from the new 3DS stuff. Nintendo finally I don't know why it took them this long to figure out how to do it. Iwata acts like they just flipped the switch on and decided that they could figure out how to um uh, redistribute Wii software for download uh, yesterday or something. His, his quote was, we couldn't make it to where you could play Wii games through the Wii U store because uh, we couldn't figure out how to to make that work digitally. So now we have, magically. And now you can actually get Wii games through the Wii U store that are remade so that you can play them with the gamepad and not have to play thank god uh, not have to play them with the Wii remote uh, you can get Mario Galaxy 2 this week and it'll be half off so you can get it for $10 instead of 20 Punch-Out's eventually going to come uh, Mario Metroid Prime Trilogy um, that comes at the end of the month uh, Europe is going to get Donkey Kong Country Returns uh, instead of Punch-Out, I think. And they're also going to have a Kirby game and Pandora's Tower eventually. That's the first few right now. I mean, uh, if we're doing... Okay, so we've figured out how to do cross-buy. we figured out how to do digital games of our cross-compatible stuff. Why do we still have to have two accounts with a virtual console? Again? 
because Nintendo doesn't have a centralized network? Because they're still learning what the internet is. That's <laughs> true. Why my grandma using email? I mean, but shouldn't they have had like cross by a long time ago? Like, well, Sony yeah. was doing it from the moment the Vita existed. I mean, jeez, since Smash Brothers should have been cross by. Well, then they couldn't sell you two copies. Boy, Nintendo, y'all are just so behind it. I'm I'm more curious about the Wii U uh, systems, like the hard drive limits. Because isn't, isn't the deluxe one only 32 gigabytes? Yeah. That's not a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's well, not. Watch why it's good that their games have uh, Xbox, the original Xbox graphics. Yeah. Yeah, but Metroid Prime is like an eight gigabyte game at least. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, most you know the old games and whatever don't take up space at all. But yeah, once you get to those Wii games, they're gonna start taking up space on your. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I had one on my computer that was four. And then the PS2 and GameCube games were like one or two. Yeah, I can see it. Can't imagine how big the fucking PS4 games are. Oh no, they're ridiculous. They're like they're fifty. Yeah, they're either anywhere from twenty gigs to like fifty. Damn. The the uh, system specs for GTA Five for PC got out. Sixty-five gigabytes for PC. Jesus. Oof. Well, plus you better have a tank of a computer to play that thing. Actually, it doesn't require that much of a computer. It's surprising. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that really is surprising. Well, I'm sure about Witcher 3 or something, you're going to have to have a... Yeah, that requires a cost. <laughs> yeah, could you just... I don't even think I could make it to the install screen on this computer for Witcher 3. I don't think I, I might be able to... I think I can run it. I'm not going to be able to run it at whatever the recommended setting is. Couldn't even run it in, like, fucking Windows 7 Basic. Jeez. Yeah, like, uh... Like, I'm pretty sure that game's going to, like, be graphically stew-fucking-tended. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's Witcher. What do you expect? I guess. Should uh, hopefully it's awesome with all the delays that they're giving it. Delays. <coughs> well, it got delayed all the way to May again, so it's been delayed twice now, or three times, I think. Uh, Nintendo officially announced that thing we talked about last week with the. Puzzle Dragons Mario Edition or Puzzle and Dragons it's going to have a double pack with Puzzle and Dragons Z and 2 Mario uh, there's another free to play Pokemon game pretty much almost like Battle Troze except it's called Pokemon Shuffle and you get to use Mega Evolution and so you, this time you actually get to battle or whatever but it's still the same concept of eliminating three colors and whatnot. So, there's that. 
and the 3DS is finally going to get an English version of Hatsune Miku Project Mira DX. Murray, or what? Seriously, English. can we not come up with names for things that aren't obtrusively long? Like, well, to be fair, that's Japan. That's Japanese language. So. I mean, I know Hyperdimension Neptunia is getting ridiculous, but we all have to go there. Neptunia? That's coming to Steam, actually, the first and second one. So you can play that if you want, Robert. Yeah. Uh, but the fire is going to come to the virtual console too. So yeah. for some reason, you have never played Breath of Fire. See, I got Breath of Fire too. My stepdad found a was that a toilet at his work. I think it was. Yeah, it was a toilet, but it worked. Except it was in a toilet, so the batteries toast. <laughs> Kept wondering why it wouldn't let me say it wouldn't save wouldn't stick. Now I know. That no way half the battle. Uh, hey, well, I mean, at least the Battle for Hardline, you can play the beta if you wanted to, uh, Robert, because you can play it on 360, even. Oh, oh, Hardline. I don't really know what that game's about. All I can think of is very militaristic religious people. Actually, that one has nothing to do with military. It's about cops and uh, robbers. Oh, I played that in Goldeneye. You go in the prison level, and we play multiplayer, and be like, "All right, well, uh, you, I'm gonna count to sixty, and you guys run around, and I'm gonna kill you until you guys make it out." <laughs> you else to ever play cops and robbers on the Goldeneye? I think that silence is a no. <laughs> I would die too many times in GoldenEye to get. I, I must say, like I love GoldenEye, like a nostalgic thing, and it's like a monument of gaming. But damn, that game does not hold up very well. Oh, it is terrible now. <laughs> it was they, great back then. I mean, in the multiplayer, it's still plenty of fun, but yeah. But good lord, that single player is just. Yeah, and then they tried to redo it with Daniel Craig and third-person shooting. That one was pretty good, I thought. Was it? Yeah, I thought it was actually pretty decent. I always wanted to play it, but I never got to play it. I forgot it existed until I saw it at. Uh, if you're oh gonna boy. play it, if you're gonna play it, play the 360 or PS3 version. Oh yeah, well, I mean that's the only thing I would. Yeah, don't play it. the Wii version. <laughs> Who would play the damn Wii version? Somebody that only had a Wii? It's not my fault their parents didn't love them enough. <laughs> hey, yeah. my dad used Wii for Netflix on the on the big screen. Hell yeah. Wow, the Wii the Wii version gets okay scores. Nintendo DS not. And then the DS version? Oh yeah, I got like Actually, you know, the Wii scores here for, like, Metacritic, or they got, like, an 83% or an 81 out of 100 for the Wii version, which is actually higher than 360 and the PS2 Well, because that's when it was still cool to be able to shoot with the Wii remote. The Wii that's version also came out first. That's why. Um, gotcha. Yeah. 
if they all come out at the same time, if I would have got lower. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they made a red steel three. I wouldn't want Ubisoft making games. <laughs> Somehow they're gonna make Zombie U too. I was actually googling. Yeah, I thought Red Steel was like the coolest idea ever. So I was like, yeah, we need a sword game. Yeah. And like when they announced the Star Wars game, I was like so excited because I'm like, it's perfect. That's exactly what we needed the whole time. And yeah. it sucked. And it blew. It's what the bad as Star Wars Connect. I remember that was like the big thing they were touting with the Connect. Oh, that yeah. Jedi game. And then. Poor Han Solo. It bombs. <laughs> oh, God. Hiroshima ain't got nothing on the neck. Well, Telltale gets a new CEO and they say they are working on an original game. That's actually original of them to work on their own game for once. Which is odd, because why would you do that when you can just keep doing everybody else's properties and make, like, shit? And they supposedly have unannounced partnerships, too. For God's sakes, you already have, like, four franchises, five, with Minecraft. Come on, Power Rangers. What else could they be possibly doing at this point? Just hold out for a Power Rangers game. Yeah. A, a good Jurassic Park game? <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Interesting. I wouldn't mind another Back to the Future game. Yeah, true. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Sign me up. Maybe Firefly. Yeah. Fuck it. Go everywhere in the weeding verse. Marvel. Yeah, they they need to make a Marvel game or something. But, I mean... I just, I just hope they're not trying to work on ten games all at once. That's gonna eventually burn. It has to eventually burn them or something. I mean, or I mean, I guess if all the games are gonna be the same, it wouldn't matter. But I don't know. Tell some Borderlands was funny, but I didn't dig the game. I mean, I know Jeremy loved it for some reason, but I didn't dig that first episode of Game of Thrones that much. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, Jeremy, you bum. <laughs> I can uh, understand why. It just, I don't know. It just wasn't. So, so Borderlands on me. Borderlands on a little bit of a skid right now. Since you know yeah. we had a, uh, you know, what was that? Borderlands, the pre-sequel. No, that Telltale that that Telltale Borderlands game is the best Borderlands thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it? Which is kind of sad, but yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, which one's going to say you didn't like them? Or the Game of Thrones? Yeah, the Game of Thrones one. Because the, Tell- the Tales of Borderlands actually has like really good voice actors. Okay. Well, it, it builds a world, which Borderlands does not do. Because Borderlands is just full of stupid memes that I don't, really don't like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can get lost in Borderlands, but you feel like you're not. I feel like it just gets wrapped up in the whole getting loot and shooting things and whatever, like Destiny. 
and you don't really learn anything about a story or you know I don't know. Somehow, both games are big, though, because they know how to exploit people loving to do the same things over and over, I guess. <laughs> yeah, true. Same thing with the Elva. They're making a comic book based on the Wolf Among Us game. Yeah, they, they already released the first issue. It's apparently... And I'm just thinking, it's a comic book based on a game... It's based on a comic book. Why not? I mean, the, the characters aren't this depicted entirely the same way as they are in the game, in the comic books, so... That's true. It'd be fun. It'd be like Iron Man, the game, the movie, the cup. Just as long as they don't try to get us to... Well, you should have read the comic book to understand Wolf Among Us 2 or whatever they do with that. Uh, yeah, that'd be a different Well, people that are pissed off about those FPSs, Uncharted 4 may not run at 60 FPS if it's going to harm the player experience. Oh, frames per second. I thought you were talking about first-person shooters. No. Those people need to get a life. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree, but you know. Bunch of damn nerds. I don't get it. When it's locked at 30, it works just fine. I mean, unless it's Assassin's Creed Unity, then, you know, it just doesn't work. But There are some arguments to be made, but a lot of them address a lot of, like, nerd ranting about, like, it's not 60, who cares? Yeah, I mean, on, on PC, I can kind of understand, but I think on PS4, you're not going to really notice that much. I'm just excited we're getting an Uncharted 4. I would rather... I still need to play 1, 2, 3, but yeah. I would rather have the game be locked at 30 than have a variable frame rate where it just dips and, like, rises constantly. Like, that would annoy me more. Yeah, that's what happened with the Tomb Raider... Definitive edition or whatever, it kept moving around. Yeah. Uh, probably the biggest uh, news for me because it's it's a personal thing, but Harmonix released Rock Band DLC for the first time in 21 months. Um, that was pretty awesome. It's just three songs, but still. Uh, I'm sure ever, Robert will not be happy to know that one of them was a Ben Sevenfold. Ever, <laughs> ever get into the Rock Band 3 hacking scene? Do what? Ever get into the Rock Band 3 hacking scene? No. Basically, people can put in their own music into that game. That's you cool. can? Yeah. Like, there are websites that people create a custom track for it. Wow. That's pretty Ooh. awesome. You need a pretty specific rock band disc, but yeah, you just load it up and it works. Huh. I had to eventually just buy it on buy the game on demand because my disc broke. So. But yeah, yeah well, the other t My rock band drums are still in the box. Really? 
Mine are sitting here next to my TV. I haven't used them since I moved over here. Yeah, I don't have the room to even dig them out, so that's why. <laughs> I don't have rock band room. Good for me. I played the three songs on the guitar. They were pretty good. <laughs> the Foo Fighters song, of course, is the one from the first song off the uh, the Sonic Highways. Which, that show's pretty good, actually. If you're a music historian person, I would tell you to check it out. But yeah, they sent out a... After this, pretty quickly after this, I got an email from... Which, they did this, like, a few months ago. And then nothing came about it. But this one is a bit more detailed. Uh, with Harmonix asking... Which current platforms do I own, and how many of the instruments do I have? And then it asked me how many. What is more important to me as far as making my DLC work? Which I have like seventeen hundred songs, so yeah, I will want my DLC to work. Uh, do I want it to work with the current uh, hardware with the guitars and stuff, or? Would I mind buying another one? Even asked if I wanted to come up with a whole band kit and anything. So, they must be up to something maybe making a new game. I mean, it has to be that if you're asking that many questions. Uh, they did already knock down the whole, we're not coming back with weekly DLC, at least not right now. You think they can even come back and have it work? At this point? Like, they had to quit doing DLC because it wasn't profitable for them anymore. I mean, Rocksmith's pretty much been the only game in town because they are a real guitar simulator. Is there a void for this? Is there going to be people that are going to be wanting this aside from just the hardcore fans at this point? It was a good uh, like party game. That's I think that's that's a good reason for it to come back. Yeah, it was, it was fun to play the friends. Yeah, I think if they can find a way to make it to where it works with the current hardware, uh, I don't think st no no store is gonna want a bunch of instruments, plastic instruments, sitting around their stores again. I don't think any store is gonna go for that. I know, sure as hell, GameStop ain't gonna go for that because it took them forever just to get rid of the old stock. They there's still some stores that. Uh, like I'll kind of look behind the door and you can see Rock Band guitars sitting there. And he's, I'll be like, you still have those? He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> we we can't even sell them anymore because nobody's. We know nobody's gonna come in here and try to ask for one. Like good deal, right? It's just, um, I, I, there's no way that there's got to be something going on. I just, I wonder. If they've got all the ducks in a row as far as what they're going to have to do to make that happen, and if they're going to be able to be profitable enough with just the hardcore fan base wanting it, because, you know, I, I have to say it's personal to me because it's how I, I met my wife playing rock band. She kind of, I, I had a friend that lived two doors down from me, and he introduced me to her, and that's what I was doing the first night I met her, and then it kind of just tailed off from there. But, you know, that's what I want to see it coming back, but I don't want Harmonix to not be able to make games anymore because Rock Band bombed. 
So, because they were already facing the uphill battle of Fantasia with the Kinect not being mandatory in the Xbox Ones anymore, so... It seems like they screw Harmonix every time. They're The Dance Central game, same thing. They unloaded the Kinect. And then, you know, the first two didn't do that well because of that, so... Eh. See where that goes. So, apparently, WoW might be getting some kind of free-to-play edition for for uh, players that had a subscription at one point. Um, there's not really a lot of details other than it might be being made to get people that used to play but don't play right now uh, to get me. back into WoW. Uh, sort of like their trial edition for the new players where you get to play up to level 20 and not have to pay anything. Uh, also, they're supposedly coming, trying to come up with a way to let you do a Wild Star or Eve, where you can earn your way to getting uh, paying for your subscription, but with in-game gold. Do you think uh, either one of these things works? Do you think this is going to be able to? A lot of people are going to start trying to earn their gold and. WoW is going to lose a lot of the money from the subs. Gold is, al- is already pretty trivial in that game. That's kind of a thing. Like, unless the subscription is like a million gold for a month, then it's not that hard to get it. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine it has to be some kind of hefty number. Because they're not going to want the half of the people doing the 10 million subscriptions right now being able to earn their their gold. But, uh... Yeah. I want free-to-play WoW. Do what? I said I want free-to-play WoW. You want free-to-play WoW? Yeah, or what they're talking about, where if you had a subscription but stopped, you can get back into it. But, I mean, it... It, there's going to be limitations and stuff, so... Yeah, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not, like, that hardcore of a WoW player to care. Nah, true. Like, if it's, like, you can you can only do one raid per week, or five, like, two instances per week or something, that's fine. I don't... It's not that important to me. Yeah. I can see that, because the other part's, like, you can't join a guild or something, or stuff like that. Uh, they did announce a few movie and TV show things because they had TCAs were going on this week. Gotham got renewed for season two. Uh, so did Empire after only being on two weeks. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine got renewed for season two. Love that show. I love that show too. It's awesome. Hilarious. Are you surprised Gotham already got renewed? I mean, I know a lot of people hate on it. Man, so. I don't watch it. Don't care, dude. It's popular enough despite its poor quality to get renewed. <laughs> and hey, and we're going to get Empire. More Empire. Woohoo. I like Empire. I've watched the first two episodes. I watched like three straight episodes of the Mindy Project. The funny-ass show. Yeah, Mini Project's awesome, too. I'm sure it'll get renewed. It does pretty well. It'll go down when New Girl goes down, whenever that happens. 
but they do, uh, which pisses me off. They have bad news for Sleepy Hollow. Apparently, Fox doesn't like the fact that it's serial and that they want to make it more episodic where you don't have to watch every episode. I don't know. Isn't that the whole point of watching a TV show? It depends on how serialized it can be. But serialized is what's winning the the day right now. Like, look at all the AMC shows that are just make it bank. Walking Dead serialized. I mean, I don't know. They lower the number of episodes so they can focus the story, and then that's not enough. I don't... Then again, this is Fox. What am I talking about? Yeah. They like to ruin shows. Fox yep. no fun. No fun. I'm still bitter about sliders. <laughs> no, wait, what? I said I'm still bitter about sliders. <laughs> that was a show? Yeah, go Netflix it. It's good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It, it was like it for a while. And shit. Short while. I'm still pissed about plenty of shit. I'm still pushed about pushing daisies, for God's sake. That was a good show. They said they want to make a movie on that. Yeah, they were. I don't know what's going on with that. Man, probably right. Bullshit. If they made a Dead Like Me movie that was crappy, they can make a Pushing Daisies movie. <laughs> True. Just uh, Lee Pace is so above that at this point. I don't know. I'm sure the other two would love to. Everybody else involved would love for the movie to happen so they could do get something. a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NBC is doing the same thing with Constantine though, um, but their issue is they apparently love the show the way it is. They just don't like the fact that uh, no the live ratings are not what they want it to be. Uh, live 3 and Live 7, they're just fine, but apparently the live ratings are a problem for NBC. So, I don't know. I thought that they had figured out some of the advertisers where Live 5 is what was the big deal, but it seems like everything changes all the time with these people. It came back last night. It wasn't that bad. I've enjoyed the show. I, don't, I mean, I you know the whole thing with the coast, the coast star getting switched or whatever, and not having some of the key players in every episode kind of sucks. But that, that's my biggest problem. Like you can tell that show was kind of screwed with for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know why they can't keep them all together at once, but you know. Is what it is. Speaking of strange things, Fox is trying to pull a 24 and have X-Files come back. The way they had 24 come back. Uh, This is obviously, probably has a lot more to do with Twin Peaks coming back than... I'm only a fan of this if they do what they did in the comics and had the lone gunman meet the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. I'll be on board. That'd be awesome. Or have or have like Mulder and Scully meet the Transformers. 
Michael Bay comes into everything blow up in their face. If they're bringing heroes back, and that was a crappy show, it kind of shows that well, they have season nothing. one was not crappy. After yeah, season but, one, but it then, got terrible. Yeah, but then they made three more seasons that were. Don't oh, remind me. I try to forget about that. So, Robert, how do you feel about Scarlett Johansson doing Ghost in the Shell? Robert. He falls asleep? Vaguely. You there? Yeah, 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 not at all. So how do you feel about Scarlett Johansson doing Ghost in the Shell? No, oh, well, there we go. There's a question I can answer. I mean, she could do the part. But I don't trust fucking Hollywood to actually do the movie. It's going to yeah. come out April 14th of 2017, so they got plenty of time to figure it out. And the guy they have attached to direct, it's the guy who did Van Helsing and Snow White and the Huntsman. Those weren't bad. Oh, Van Helsing was bad. Yeah, Van Helsing was bad. Snow White and the Huntsman <laughs> wasn't too bad. I don't know. I thought Hugh Jackman did pretty good. I just thought the the plot and stuff was terrible. Oh, yeah. That movie was about as great, entertaining as sack of shit. Greed. Even watching uh, Agent Carter. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces. I have. It's all the first really episode. Good. You liking it, Mark? Yeah. Well, ABC says they might do. They love Marvel. They might be doing some more shows with Marvel, even though they're not. You know, neither Agents of Shield or Agent Carter are like total ratings hits or anything. But is there anything that, I mean, obviously Netflix has their Marvel TV shows going on. Is there anything they could really, like a character or something that you'd really like to see that you think could work as a TV show? If they do another Agent Carter, they could bring in the Howling Commandos. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. And there is a uh, Marvel X-Men book that, that could really be done well in that type of format. Oh, called- but Fox wouldn't let... Well, it's not X-Men. It's called X-Factor. Ah. And it's about a mutant private detective agency. Mm. Cool. What would I use? Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight. Or we could do the Punisher, since that's what we need. (laughs) The Punisher. What's the worst thing that could happen? They could say it's too dark, like CP Hollow, and then cancel it. <laughs> yeah. Looks like that show's going to get turned into a pumpkin. I get it. <laughs> so, but at least, uh, well, Sony's denying it, but apparently there's a lot of rumors going around that Spider-Man is almost guaranteed to show up in Avengers Infinity War Part 1. Uh, that they have worked out now? some kind of deal that Sony doesn't want to say. But they split it into two parts? Yeah. I'm so damn tired of that. I don't blame them, though. There's a lot to freaking tell in that damn war. 
part one's always just like an expo exposition dumping, like whack off fest. Just like you know, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows part one, and not that I saw Twi Twilight Breaking Dawn part one, and Mockingjay part one. Yeah, but those are all based on books. True. Well, these are based on books too, comic books. Yeah, but it's not like they're they're playing. It's not like a dedicated like adaptation. Like, the Marvel Universe has their own rules, their own characters that are, at this point, split off. Yeah, true. I don't mind it as, as long as it gets uh, all the characters' screen time and it moves the plot along and it's not just... feels like it was needless when the movie's over. Uh, speaking of superhero movies, uh, Tom Hardy decided to leave Suicide Squad. People were saying it was supposedly causing conflict, but the problem was apparently he's supposed to be the captain, the lead character, and he gets less screen time with every uh, script that he gets. So that Joker and Deadshot, who are played by Jared Leto and Will Smith, can get more action. Well, of course they're going to want Will Smith to get more action than you. Uh, that makes total sense. A after the success of After Her, how can you disagree? Yeah, right. Yeah. And Hancock. Hey, the first half of Hancock was decent. I'm surprised they just don't throw Hancock in that movie. <laughs> they should have Miss Hancock and One Piece in there. This is not coming with those. Oh, 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 I get it, Hancock, because they're a package deal, because he always deals with his package. Well, he still can't get anybody in the NFL to sign into a deal. So. It's probably because they can't, like, trust him for more than five minutes to not go looking for the Boston market. Uh, well, I think that's about it. Other than the Wii U, gets to uh, they apparently had the their best sales ever since they've come out with the Wii U. Yeah, they sold fifteen units. Even though Nintendo doesn't come up with hard numbers for that, they just say it sold twenty nine percent better than two thousand thirteen. Uh. Mario Kart sold 1.7 million units in 2014. Smash Brothers for Wii U sold 1.3. The 3DS uh, Smash Brothers sold 2 million. And Pokemon Omega and Alpha Sapphire 2.6 million units uh, together. They sold about as many Amiibos. Um, well, that's Pokemon and... Uh, they're still... It's just amazing to me that they really don't mess with the formula that much and the Pokemon games still sell. I mean, it's just... I know you can yeah. say that for almost any other fran you know, big franchise or whatnot, but... I think it's because they, like, change just enough, just enough things towards new every time. Like, they keep the same system, but they tweak it and add new Pokemon and new things, new this and new that. Plus, there's always new kids that never got to play the Pokemon games. That... I mean, yeah, and like Final Fantasy who changed their combat system every game. Right. 
Ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, unless you guys have something else you want to discuss, uh, the uh, did you hear about the uh, apparently hot uh, hotline Miami two got uh, pretty much burned every sideways uh, in Australia? They they didn't even want to rate it because apparently there's this scene in the uh, game. It's like a cutscene where he goes through and kills four people, and then at the end of the scene, he sort of acts like he's raping some chick, but you don't actually see him do any thrusting. He, like, gets behind the chick. You can see the chick struggling, but he doesn't do anything. And because of that, Australia said they are not allowing the game to even enter Australia at all. The developer just told him to pirate it. (laughs) I like it. That hatred game got hit with an AO rating. It did? Yeah. Wow. Well, Steam doesn't have restriction against AO ratings, do they? Technically, no, but there's no AO games on there. Yeah, but they probably don't have the track record that Hotline Miami does either. Uh, well, that would suck if uh, you don't get to play the second one after the first one got all the praise for it. Uh, all I've heard is it's like one of the bloodiest, craziest games you ever played or whatever, but... It's pretty good. So you think they're going to wind up having to tone it down then to get the... No, they'll probably just say pirate it like they did. Or tell people how to use a VPN to buy on on their Australian Steam account. (laughs) Damn. Well, uh, I think that's pretty much it for this week. Um... I guess we can get to those uh, first off. I guess once again, or I should go ahead and get to Daniel since even though he's not the one doing it, I think Jeremy's going to be doing it until Daniel can get, get back to doing the fact of fiction questions. Gates Fact of Fiction in the Game Zone. Um, every Thursday. Well, Jeremy, I think, had it come up on Sunday morning last week. So. Until Daniel comes back, who knows when it's going to show up, but it'll be there. Mark? Uh, the 8th will be up Monday night, hopefully. Uh, my review of Resident Evil should be up that night also, but I might go up Tuesday night, because I don't know when the embargo lifts. And that's about it for me. <laughs> it's usually Mondays, like at noon or something. Yeah, I just don't know what time, and I'd rather not just screw with it. I mean, the review's already written, but... Yeah. I'll wait till Tuesday. <laughs> oh, I guess Robert? that's me. Oh, let's see. Uh, Rattle Broadcasting Network. You're on for yeah, a lot of good podcasts. I like them. Uh, Metal Hammer of Doom. Uh, Mark Radlich and I were back this past Thursday. Had a great time. Did a typo negative retrospective. It was, that was a really fun time. I loved getting to listen to some typo negative. And really loved the band. So, uh, got that, that, and, uh, yeah, finally in the can. 
come back in two weeks. So, like, yeah. Two weeks we're doing a new Napalm Death. That's going to be awesome. Uh, let's see. Can cheat seats. Jesse Starter and Jason Teasley. I think they'll be back on Tuesday this week talking football. And since I write a podcast, my favorite podcast that I do, well, when I get time, we'll hopefully be back. Well, I'm hoping by the end of the month. We'll see. <laughs> Still going to catch up on the shows. I'm so uh, busy. A lot of things to do, a lot of things to watch. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com, so Sentai Rider Podcast. That is a C-N-T-A-I-R-I-D-E-R podcast. And, uh, oh, and I was in fact in fiction in the music zone this week. I called, I said, uh, I made one erroneous statement about how Stone Tower sounded like Slipknot Jr., and I think I meant it the other way around, but, oh well. I don't think anybody reads that anyway, so I'll be fine. <laughs> Did they oh, wind up actually releasing a top 25 albums of... Oh, they did a top 100 albums, but it oh, was just did. one guy. Yeah, it was uh, the guy who actually does all, all the album reviews. But it wasn't like a whole staff thing? It was just him? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't see a staff one. Uh, thing, and I still don't have an account on those forums. So you would need me to send you the link again? Yeah, I guess I should probably sign up. I mean, not like I really write for the site that much anymore, but you never know when it comes in handy. Yeah, you never know. They could send you a album to review or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> You're like, I'm not taking that. <laughs> uh, as for me, uh, well, this podcast will be back on the following Saturday. Um... Uh, talking about whatever's going on in gaming, you know, uh, Mark will finally get to give us all this, the info on Resident Evil, um, and uh, we'll start. Uh, we'll start getting closer to those big releases at the end of the month with the uh, the remaster Grim Fandango, Dying Light coming out. Um, but Resident Evil is that first one, so uh, should that- be fun. That and Saints Row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, and Saints Row. Which, once again, you can... If you're listening on Sunday, you can go play that on Steam for free. So, there's that. Uh, if you don't listen uh, through the speaker page, you're on 411. Uh, which you should, because 411, uh, we all write there or contribute there in some form or fashion. Uh, so you should be checking for one out. But if not, we are available on Stitcher, iTunes, or TuneIn Radio. Uh, just look for Cooperative Multiplayer Live. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Coop Multi Phone One. That's right. Yep, because you can't spell Co-op without Coop. Damn straight. Um, and of course, uh, the football to football that we did yesterday. I did two hours of soccer with. With uh, my buddy Matt, it's been a while since we talked about talkers. So much stuff going on. So many people heading to MLS and going other places. And then Gary and I talked about all the the football stuff, the college football playoffs and the NFL playoffs. And it was a catch for Des Bryant. Damn you! Uh, <laughs> oh, and you can't forget our team won. Let's burn the whole. Let's try to burn the state down. Yeah, that's Ohio it. State. Yep, Ohio State, and then all the you know Ohio State 
fans that uh, are so uh, not really Ohio State fans come out of the woodwork to to proclaim, you know, Buckeye Nation, Buckeye Nation. To to flip cars and burn dumpsters. Yeah, exactly. And cause America. I don't know how much freaking damage. Uh, and of course, the rest of the Max podcast on Tuesday night, we'll be doing a Royal Rumble preview, uh, doing the Go Home Raw and uh, Lucha Underground TNA's first Friday TNA, the first uh, New Japan Access show. Oh, I can't wait to watch that on Thursday. I'm so excited to watch that New Japan Access show. Yeah, it has a. Uh, Tanahashi Okada from Wrestle Kingdom 7 so it should be good yeah then we get uh, what is it uh, Josh Barnett and Marlo Ronell so I can't remember the guy that guy who did pride commentary yeah commentary which is going to be awesome awesome well until next week guys enjoy your games Dr. have a good one have a good one finally final load Doctor Who. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there we go. I'm trying to remember if there's seasons that I missed. Oh, Chase the Chuck Wagon. Yeah, Chase the Chuck Wagon. Chase the Chuck Wagon. (laughs) Alright, later.